One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Let's get ready to rumble! He's the fastest man on the planet. He'd have got there, Rabbit. Hello one, hello all, round seven, done and dusted, a week where Tommy Turbo owners flying high, Teddy captainers are sitting here crying, looking at their scores from the week, uh, the latter is myself unfortunately, a week where if you obviously made the right choices, you're going to be soaring up through overall, if you had a couple of bad injuries, I think expect to see a big red arrow in the overall column, around where a few fan favourites fired high, a few pods uh, cracked some big scores, obviously some well-owned players also didn't score fantastically, so it's going to be interesting to see how the overall landscape of round seven is moving forward, where it ranks in terms of overall scoring weeks, where you guys uh, picked up points, lost points, um, and what changes you're going to be making going forward. I know myself, as a Teddy captainer, it is time for me to pull the pin on him. I think it's just not clicking with that Rooster side. We did call that after Kiri went down, but just never had the chance to pull the pin on it. But uh, I think I'm going to try something a little bit risky and, and to make up points. Might go down the route of only running one fullback, but having Takayaho and Papenhaus on the bench, if you were one of the few that, uh, if you were one of the many that, that had that combination, you were obviously facing an uphill battle this week with very limited reserve choices. So. It's all about rebuilding from here moving forward. If you had a really successful week, this is going to be great. You're going to set yourself away from the pack moving forward and potentially set yourself up for a big 2021. Kicking off with the first game of the round, headlined by Nathan Cleary and Brian Toto, absolutely running the show for the Penrith Panthers. Dylan Edwards, an interest-hearing game back, got an 82. Isaiah Yo with a nice, uh, a try assist with an 81. Jerome Law, 65. If that's the worst we're going to see of him, then... Uh, definitely take that moving forward. If you held Stephen Crichton for as long as you have, uh, a 60 is always a, a positive to see in his name. Um, hopefully, that move to the right center spot uh, frees him up to be the main attacking outlet on that side. For the Knights, current man with a 78. Uh, Stafford Toa with a 72. Jaden Braley with a 68. Bradman Best with a 65. Uh, was the highlights of that. Kalen Ponga obviously facing a tough matchup. Scored a 58, so if you did bring in Ponga and 58 is the worst score that he'll get over the next three weeks, you will definitely take that. Uh, Connor Watson got a 53. It seems that he's pumping out fantastic scores in the first half and playing limited time in the second. I still think um, 53, if that's the worst we're going to see of him, then uh, it's a fine option to have through Origin. There was some concerns about his uh, arm, but nothing has come out of that yet, so fingers crossed we, we hold that. The next game, the highest scoring game of the round, the Rabbitohs and the Titans, 70 points in this one, highlighted by David Fafita, hat-trick, 153. Corey Thompson, if you picked him up at the start of the year, you're obviously reaping the rewards, 110. He just looks to be uh, getting better and better as weeks go by. Uh, he needs his attacking stats, but looks like he's going to continue to get them at the Titans. Tyron Peachy with an 81. Minutes are always an issue with the Peach, but he, he got a few attacking stats. Brimson with an 80. Uh, as for the Bunnies, Keon Kulamatangi ball playing, uh, got two great try assists for 114. Benji Marshall, 
turning back the clock with 105. Last time he started, he put up uh, an 80 odd. So definitely, when when Marshall sees minutes, he's he's definitely reaping in those scores. Alex Johnston with a 94, Cam Murray with an 86, Adam Reynolds with a 62. Cody Walker did get upgraded a little bit to a 68. Dane Gago with a try for 67. As for Campbell Graham. I think the big takeaway from this game is if you haven't got Fafita by now, it's probably too late. Um, you're going to have to wait for that price to come down. And I think you're just going to have to grit your teeth. There was uh, some times two or three weeks ago to pick him up um, before he exploded. And unfortunately, yeah, he's gone off for two big scores in, I think, three weeks. So we're going to be looking at around 840-ish as the price. Updates haven't come in yet, but... Yeah, look, I think the Fafita train is well and truly gone. Up in Darwin, we saw the Paramount Eels destroy the Broncos 46-6, to a game highlighted by Mike Acevo with 157 and a Clint Gutherson, 124. We did say he was the best of the rest. Um, it looks to be that he is just continuing to improving his ball play. Happy to take on the line himself. But the man we will highlight in third place for the week, Bryce Cartwright, 120, eat your heart out, the Cardi Party. Uh, is well and truly back. Probably not going to jump on it myself, unfortunately, just because uh, it's just too much of a gamble. But it's great to see Bryce Cartwright playing some good footy. You guys that were footy fans six years ago know how destructive he was at the Penrith Panthers. One of the best super coach players going around. Obviously didn't find himself too well at the Titans, but at the Eels, it looks like he's in a great system. They're going to use him the way that he needs to be used and, and yeah, reaps the rewards of a great super coach score. Isaiah Papali'i, 83 with a try. This guy just continues to keep scoring and, and putting the nail in the coffin for me. Unfortunately, I think the ship has sailed to get him. Ryan Madison is back next week. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Uh, whether they drop Sean Lane and run Maddo and uh, Isaiah Papali'i. So, yeah, interesting to see. Blake Ferguson... It was really promising, 75, and, and did basically nothing all game. I think he got a line break assist, uh, a line break, and that was about it. So Fergo had a great game in base stats. As for the Broncos, it was Tavita Pangai and Payne Haas. That was about it, really. 100 from TPJ, 78 from Haas. Haas looks to be back to his domineering best. So I think the minutes were the issue moving forward uh, this year. That was the talk all preseason. But if Haas is going to put out the output that he's having, then uh, definitely a great option moving forward. TPJ, another one of these guys that is a fantastic pickup for Origin. We'll be looking at him myself. Even though with a try, we still take out that 30. He still scored 68 uh, points, 68, 70 points. So uh, definitely that's something to work with there. If he's going to be playing big minutes on the edge, uh, we can definitely take that to the bank and moving forward. The return of Sean Johnson... Uh, with Matt Moylan being sidelined with that quote-unquote injury. Didn't work too well for the Sharks. They did go down 12-18 to the Bulldogs. A lot of people are giving the Bulldogs slack for celebrating this win, but I think it's great. Like, obviously, a very, very tough seven weeks for them. So it's good to see them get the first win on the board. Hopefully, they can build moving forward. Got some big uh, troops coming in next year. So this will be a building year for the Bulldogs, but definitely good to see them um, on fire. Harati top scored with a 99. It could have been 299 with the amount of tries that he bombed. Uh, Jesse Ramian with a 70. This week was never the issue with Ramian. I think he was always going to score well this week, but it's a case of the, the Sharks draw moving forward. It is pretty horrendous. Uh, Brake Braley with a 67. Uh, Teague Wilton with a 65, becoming a, a genuine option if he's going to hold that starting spot. Was worried about Sifa Talakai and Wade Graham, but uh, Talakai is going to be gone for at least four weeks, and, and who knows when Wade Graham's back. So if you did jump on Teague Wilton, despite the job security issues, well done. 
uh, a genuine reserve option to have in your side week in, week out. As for the Bulldogs, uh, didn't get the top score this game. It was pretty uh, evenly spread points. Will Hopawade with the first try of the game did bag an 80. But apart from that, there wasn't a huge output. Corey Waddell and Luke Thompson both got mid-60s. Nick Meany with a 48. But yeah, in terms of Supercoach, it wasn't a high-scoring game for those guys. It was just more of a collective team effort to grind out that result. As for the Sharks, uh, Sean Johnson, he did score 27. Look, it's his first game back. I wouldn't be jumping up and down and, and crying too much about his Supercoach stocks. Give him a couple of weeks, get through this tough draw. Hopefully, we can pick him up at a pretty reduced rate. Uh, definitely moving forward, he's, he's one to have. The Cowboys stunned the Raiders 26-24, to highlighted by Valentine Holmes. Unfortunately, doesn't play the first buy round. If he did, I think he'd be a must-have. Probably, probably a little bit overpriced at the moment. We could definitely look to hold off and pick him up uh, later on. Could be a definite season-long keeper moving forward. He scored a 97. But apart from that, even though the Cowboys scored 26 points, uh, the next high score was Reese Robson with a 70, and then no one else got above 60. So very much an all-round team performance uh, highlighted by one man. As for the Raiders, the strike side fires again. Jordan Rapiner. Uh, reaping the rewards of that with 106 in Supercoach. Tom Starling, one of our hot takes for the weeks, gets a 90. Uh, fantastic player if, if Josh Hodgson's out for any long period of time, but unfortunately not the case. Emron Gula with an 84, playing big minutes uh, for Ricky Stewart. Ryan Sutton with a 65. Jack Whiten with a 59. Uh, not too much else to speak of here. A lot of these bench guys uh, faltered, which is what we thought would happen. Horsburgh with a 50. Uh, Corey Ho- uh, Hadawiranara did get the start. Uh, only scored a 45. Ryan James got the start with a 33. Hudson Young with a 31. So rough times for the Raiders pack and probably look to move some of those guys on that have peaked in price. Guys like Ryan James, for example. Tom Trevojevic uh, haunting me in full flight as this game uh, on the Sunday. The Tigers 6, Seagulls 40. The Tigers did a very, very good job for the first... 30 minutes in, in holding him, and um, Tommy Turbo was on 10 points after 30 minutes, and thought maybe this was uh, a great move not to pick him up, but three try assists in about five minutes really killed it, and then he, he turned it on in the second half, scored 118, Daly Chair Evans with 110, Ruben Garrick with 105, uh, Marty Tapao with a with an 87, so yeah, look, tough times um, for guys that didn't own Turbo. Ruben Garrick, uh, one of these guys that we touched on last week, I think he's a, a still a great pickup moving forward uh, on that side with Turbo. If he's going to continue to to feed him ball and get tries, then uh, great. I do worry about the matchup they've got this week with the Panthers, and that's the only thing that's really stopping me pulling the trigger on Tommy Turbo this week. Um, it's probably going to haunt me again, but we're going to hold off him for one more week, see how he goes against a tough matchup, and then we'll decipher whether we pull the trigger on Turbo. I think the question is, is Josh Schuster becoming um, a serious option to have, even though the ship has sailed on him being a cheapie? I mean, 74, uh, a nice tacking stat there. It's just a question of whether he's going to be the man that you can have as a secondary 5'8", moving forward. For the Tigers, I don't understand the rotation here. Stefano Makanu, he scored 28 in about 20 minutes at the start of the game and then didn't come back on uh, yet Michael Maguire was giving big minutes to Zane Musgrove um, and James Tamo, for example. I don't understand it. Unfortunately, if that's the case, Stefano has to be a stell moving forward. Dane Laurie had a quiet week. Jake Simkin with a 45, pretty much all in tackles. So you'll take that, but probably not a long-term reserve option. This was the game that sent me in the meltdown. Um, just, yeah, not not a great watch. Tedesco, the talk of it didn't... Um, 
didn't fire Jordan Pierre and decided to decapitate him and take his head off. On the plus side, Sam Walker with 125. Uh, that's always nice to see when you put the reserve on him. Uh, Satili Tupanua, 84 with a try. Joey Manu, 81. If Tedesco is out long-term, I'm seriously looking at Joseph Manu as a play here. Uh, we know him at fullback is electric and could definitely do anything. So if Tedesco is going to be out long-term, we know the Roosters handle their concussion policy pretty cautiously. Uh, Joey Manu is definitely worth having a shot at the stumps at. Daniel Tupo, I think, is a season-long keeper. 75 with a try, but the base that he puts out is incredible week in, week out. Uh, Angus Crichton just continues to sort of plod along. He's not a sell, but he's not kicking on as much as we thought he would. 61 is not great to, to sort of look at week in, week out when we paid top dollar for him and expected him to, to really kick on uh, and moving forward. But yeah, the bottom of the barrel, Tedesco, 17 points. And he's highlighted in orange for me, which, yeah, really, really hurts. Um, as for the Dragons, Tarek Sims with an 89, Josh Maguire with a 73, and then that's about it, really. Not much to talk about there. They looked good for the first half of the game and then uh, really blew out at the end. And the Roosters putting on a bit of a clinic and, and hitting back in top form, uh, as we expect they would from a quality side. They're not going to be held down for too long. And the last game of the round, 42-20. to 20, The Storm defeating the Warriors. Really good to see uh, young Reese Walsh and Rocco Berry get a start. Unfortunately, they're probably not super coach options, both being fullbacks, which hurts, and job security is the issue here, but great to see um, some rookies get a start and, and look okay passing the eye test. As for the Storm, Jerome Hughes, 141, Remus Smith, 109, Josh Adokar, 107, Nico Hines, 98, Felice Cafusi, 87, Cam Munster, 82. A game where Cam Munster, I thought, would have taken over, but it was Jerome Hughes that really stood up. So Cam Munster owners can't complain with 82, but a game where we thought he would explode, especially with so many injuries to the Warriors. But yeah, that's going to wrap up the round seven recap. Uh, updates have just come in to officially update. I think I'm ranked about 6,500, so I've moved down like 3,000 spots after a really poor week, but I'm only about 400 pl- points out of the top 1K, so that's obviously something to look at moving forward. I think I'm going to roll the dice and just play one fullback this week and look at bringing in uh, a gun center wing and a gun 2RF and really bolster that that pack out. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see looking at trades. Uh, if you guys are listening, I don't really look at trades um, until Teamless Tuesday comes out tomorrow. But, yeah, we're going to have to, to work out how to really fix this. A one one three three with a season rank of 6206. So, still top 5%, but we're obviously aiming towards that 1K marks. But for now, guys, keep your friends close and keep your pods closer. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 